Hey everyone, Faris here. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues with this episode, so part of our recording got lost and couldn't be recorded. I'm very sorry, especially since this was the first time we discussed Baldur's Gate 3, which John has been playing a lot and really loving. That part is unfortunately completely gone. Uh, we do have some other parts of the podcast here for you. We talked about Red 2 and the Red Dead Remaster, or port rather. So enjoy that, and then next week, hopefully, everything will be fine again on the technical side, and we can deliver you a full episode of the Early Game Podcast. Enjoy! Baldur's Gate 3, fantastic. Remnant came out before. Yes. So when you went away, let me set the scene a bit. You went away and we had a great final pod and we were talking about Alan Wake. It was really nice. I remember going home thinking, oh, I'll play Alan Wake. It'd be amazing. I can't wait to talk to him about it. And I did play it for a night. And then the next night, almost like the modern equivalent of like going through your old loft and finding like an old game or something. I was uh, clearing out an old hard drive of PS4 games. And I had uh, Mafia, Mafia 1. And I, for some reason, ended up replaying all of Mafia 1 and 2. And then Remnant <laughs> 2 came out. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where it John, came from. what the fuck? I know. Completely out of nowhere. Completely out of nowhere. I don't know why. Do I just was that? like, oh, yeah, I'll go for a bit of Tommy Angelo. Just because I remember, like, the opening story being so good. And then it was like, oh, this is amazing. And one fo- Okay, we've got to be quick. The transition from Mafia 1 to Mafia 2... It, I don't know if it's the same because I was playing the. Did you play the original so or the remake? The remake. So I don't think oh, the original okay. has that epilogue scene. But I don't know if you've played the remaster. But there's an epilogue scene that connects the first and second story, and it's fucking dope. Um, but that's a separate point. So Remnant, <laughs> Remnant came out, and it was one of those ones where I thought it'd be an absolute. Um, blip on the radar. No one would care about it. Sadly, we've got you know. Uh, Diablo and Final Fantasy before it and then BG3 and Starfield after and Armored Core after it. So it kind of will be a blip on the radar. And this year it's going to be really hard to get for it to get traction. But I played a good quite two a weeks. lot of this. It was a good two weeks. It's for no one that doesn't know, I really, really... I was thinking about this, Faris. I don't want to say... But but the, the, the easiest and clear way that I can describe it to the reader is say it with me now... Dark Souls with guns. That's what everyone's going to say as their first thing if you have to describe this game in a sentence. And it's such a shame that you have to be that reductive because this is a game that, like... Um, it it kind of works, though. Yeah, it clearly wants to do so much. Um, you're right, it kind of is. But it's really trying to fight out and make its own identity and be its own thing. And in some of those ways, it does an awesome job. So it is Dark Souls with guns. But the guns part of it really does, but the story doesn't work. But the gun shooting part of it is really well worked out. And the co-op is another part of it, which you don't get in many of those um, Souls-likes or in that whole genre that I think is really worked out. It's also a rogue-like looter game with RPG elements. There's a lot going on here. Yes, it's doing more. It's not just let's just reskin Dark Souls and give people guns. What? So, one thing I think we maybe should mention for people that's quite strange, and one of the reasons I don't think the narrative works, is when you begin this game, I'm not going to describe the story, the lore is ridiculous and just would take way too long. But the general thing is, when you start, you get to like a home camp. 
you know, and this is where you upgrade your weapons, and, you know, this is where you do your basic training, and this is where you find all the NPCs you can talk to and trade with. And then from here, you go out to these various worlds, and one world is like a fantasy world where you like go to the jungle, and one is like uh, like a really, uh, really far in the future, like Destiny style thing. And uh, one of them is really like Bloodborne. It's it's kind of just like uh, these random <laughs> like medieval Londoners with like teeth as bad as mine coming at you with pitchforks. I, I haven't seen you. that one yet. It's it's the it's one of the funnest, <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Um, Lossom. and there's these different worlds, and that's cool on the face of it that there's these different biomes and people with different fantasies can kind of try their own thing but the way that this world works is it's almost like almost like rolling a dice from when you leave that central world as to which world you'll get first then you have to progress all the way through that and then the next world will be randomized as well and whenever you start a new playthrough it's randomized so it's really hard to take the story to, to not feel like the story is disposable on those individual worlds, because yeah. it can all be arranged and swept and swapped. It's really hard to be invested in any of it. So I just didn't care at all about the story. But I think that structure's cool, right? The different biomes, like, that's smart, I think. Yeah, it's very smart. And, like, the vari- uh, variability of it is very smart for replaying, right? Because every time you... Like, everything is getting re-rolled all the time. So you have basically no... Um, it's not like you're doing the same dungeon uh, ten times to get certain loot or stuff like that. Like it, it, it changes up all the time. Which, if you play this game for a long time, is probably really dope. But like you say, it kind of makes you feel a little disposable in a way that I think is okay. Um, if you don't really want to get into the lore and stuff, which I didn't, I kind of just I enjoyed it on the surface same. level. Could you could you uh, right now? Sorry, Faris. To I not to interrupt again, uh, but uh, could you now, if it was a mini game, ha- could you explain the lore? Not I'm not saying do it no. take too long. No. Could you could you describe much if you had to like write down like a test? Do you so, remember well, the characters well, or the story at all? Um. So the game starts and it's The Last of Us. You're in like a apocalyptic city, and then you find you're searching for some haven because uh, the world's fucked. And uh, in you, you find this like oasis type place where like all these outcasts are in, and it's revealed that there's like people with special abilities, and you're one of them. And uh, and then there's like this old dude, and it turns out that he has access to a portal, and the portal brings you to some alien world, and then you talk to these aliens, and they call you Xultuk or something, uh, and and then they tell you, hey, you need to kill this thing, and then you go kill this thing, and you get a better assault rifle from it. That's like. <laughs> All that was stuck, uh, got stuck for a week. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. I mean, I'm still impressed. You've remembered more. Yeah, not bad, not bad, <laughs> honestly. Um, but as you say, I think it's a worthy trade-off in a game like this. Like, I'm okay to not be invested in the lore or the narrative for the replayability. Because the gameplay is really good. The gameplay is cool. Like, the guns are fun. They're yeah. fun to fire. The abilities are fun. I don't think the class balance is great. Uh, some of them just seem so lackluster, but that's okay because the 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 way that classes work. Which one I did you play? Interesting. I played the gunslinger. I played the dog one. The hand, uh, which is quite which is quite good for single player because the dog can revive you. Yeah. And I, I think otherwise you cannot be revived. So. No, no. Uh, that's, and and the, and you can pet the dog. So. You yeah. can. If for solo for solo the handler is, is pretty is good. It's great for that actually, the revives. It is very good. Um but the what is cool about the classes is you start with five, 
but you can, you know this, but just for people at home, what I think is quite a cool feature of the game is you can find almost like Easter eggs, you know, through killing this person or go through here and or take this potion or whatever. You find the other sub, uh, other classes in the game. There's like an additional six, seven, eight, something like that. Quite a few. Um, and I thought that was quite a cool element that you couldn't, you know, you have to play this one thing and then it kind of forces you to go back and, you know, if you want to play the engineer, you have to go through once as one character and find the right world and do this special thing. Then you unlock it. Then you're kind of naturally encouraged or force in a way to start again then you can try the engineer i mean you can multi-class but uh and swap mid-game but it's still yeah it's just quite cool how that works the if you want to play the earlier sections you would need to yeah go through first and unlock most of the classes i i have to say like what i ended up feeling with the game was even though i thought it was really impressive it looks great it feels great um the dark soulsiness of it worked really well for me because it's not just like it does feel like a souls like game in, in the way the the enemies work the boss fights uh this bonfire the, to bonfire health potions there's, there's, yeah there's a bonfire yeah. system there's like recursive level design and i thought it was cool but i ended up being really bored with the game i played it on my own and i think you did as well right I played the bulk of it on my own. I did well, actually. I played a lot of just public uh, multiplayer, and I played a bit with Rob. So I played, I played a decent amount of multiplayer, but I did do a lot of it on my own. Yeah, a lot of it solo. So like, I played pre-release, so it wasn't very populated. So and I had no friends playing it so far. So I played on my own, and I it was just like me walking through these like huge empty spaces, and just clicking on dudes' heads. Uh, and also I was playing on mouse and keyboard and I feel like I should have played with controller. This seems like more of a, I feel like this would be more fun with a controller because it would feel more like a action third person game. Um, but yeah, that was like, I was quite quickly bored because <laughs> there's also, it's not like you get a ton of loot. Like the progression is quite slow. It's very cool. Like the way your, your weapons are changing and your gear is changing, but it's very slow in the beginning. At least I yeah. only played for like two or three hours and there was like very, there were like very few highlights, and it was all very slow and very empty. Um, there there is I feel though, like it's right, which is probably fine if you're like with play with other people, right? And you are filling the space out more. And I don't know how they do balancing if they have like more enemies or stuff like that. Uh, but that's probably okay. And like, if you get really into, like, if I didn't. Like, I played it, and two days later, I went on vacation, right? If that didn't happen, I probably would have played a bit more and got more into it. And I know that, like, there's a lot going on with, like, the upgrade system and stuff, which I didn't really get into. But, like, my first impression was surprisingly negative, considering that this is very f far up my alley. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of not interested in playing it, at least on my own. If, like, one of my good friends would get it. Uh, unfortunately, you're playing on PlayStation, I'm playing on PC, and I'm pretty sure there's some crossplay, which is really annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just in case the listeners thought that was like, hey, yeah. uh, well, I'd love to play it if a good friend got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have fun. Um, no, no, but you're, no, yeah, even yeah. if you play it multiplayer, that that's not an excuse for them. You're absolutely right, and the, the loot is bad. The economy is not uh, well designed. You don't have that, you know, there's too few um, weapons effect. That's what it comes down to. And I played, uh, I caught my character quite far, like to the point where I was unlocking like the best of each of the weapon classes. And there just aren't that many to unlock. And this is like the one area, this is shooter Dark Souls. This is the one area where there could have been 
uh, more customization and more loot. And and the leveling, as you say, is very slow. So you don't get many of that. I know it's kind of a basic dopamine reward thing that games have trained us to like, but it works. It's there for a reason. You know, I don't. I'm not saying they have to go full Diablo with it. But that is something where they could have just been a lot more options. Because instead, the way that the game kind of, I think, pretends it has real depth in that area is that there's this relic system where there are there is like a really... Um, there, there, there are loads of um, customization options in this system, but it's just like 2% extra crit chance, like 1.44% extra something. And, you know, it's this really slow unrewarding system it's not like a new gun with its own design like destiny's chock-a-block with that's just cool and you know i want to get the galahorn or something like that it's not that it's just yeah disappointing the, the, the gun the guns are cool it's more about like you have like a good assault rifle and then you can like change its characteristics right in a way that's like really cool where like b- because you equip like charms to it basically and that will completely change the way the weapon looks and also feels to some degree, and like the type of dam- the type of attacks it does in some cases. Yes, which with, I think with is the cool. Legendary ones. That works yeah. really well. Like that 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 system is really cool, and it's like very there's like some cool sci-fi nonsense going on, where like where you shoot lasers or ghosts and <laughs> and things like yeah. that. It's like really it can get really wacky in a way that's like really fun. But yeah, it's not like it's not like Diablo where every second step you take something pops out that you can collect you know but it, <laughs> i mean not, it really feels it's it's like too far the the other way though it really is like quite empty and barren it feels like in in many parts so i do agree with that point but i had a better experience i generally i generally did like have moments where i was like yeah come on and there are a few boss fights where it was like fuck yeah this is like um like really the best of the soul genre what it gives you like there's there's one fight at the end of Lossom, that bloodborne like place which was so fucking hard. And on the first time I completed it, I didn't even know there was a second phase. And I almost laughed. I thought the audacity, the audacity of these <laughs> devs. I just worked out later I was massively underleveled. But it was still just so, so tough. Um, and it, it was great. It was it was cool. So I did have a positive yeah. experience, but Baldur's Gate 3 came out. And it's just, it's, I don't yeah. know if I'll ever, you know, maybe we'll come back and we'll play it in like a year or something. I don't know. It, it, it... It's a cool game, and like if people are interested in it, and especially if they're interested in it and playing it with friends, then definitely keep an eye out on it. I'm sure we'll get some great sales at the end of the year. And if you're if you're interested in like a Dark Souls like experience as a as a really good third person shooter with with like a looty roguelike uh, element to it, then yeah, it's 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 it is really good. I had a bad experience with it, but um just happens you know <laughs> yeah it's not the yeah. game's fault i mean it is but you know what i mean it's still i still <laughs> it's res- not you I, I it's like me. i hate the game yeah 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 <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah random cool game if uh i mean you had a random uh gaming appearance so i'm gonna reveal that uh this weekend where i have returned home i've played around seven hours of sekiro <laughs> nice, <laughs> a game i've played nice. through uh one and a half times already and I got it in Somerset just because I loved the game and I wanted to check it out on PC because I played it on PS4. Yeah. And it's locked to 30 frames per second, which for a game like this is... Uh, I mean, you obviously get used to it, but like it's a very fast-paced action game where you have you have to parry. Like, it would usually benefit attack. from 60 FPS yeah. or higher. And and it's really like I'm having an amazing time of it now. It, it runs like butter and it's just an amazing game. Like... 
uh, all these memories are coming back and it's uh, uh, but i'm looking at it through a different lens now like a few years down the line and uh, on pc with much better performance it's like wow this game fucking rules like yeah. <laughs> it's so so good i kind of wish i could just like play for the entire thing but it's it, it was just like to I'm, I'm very from software hungry with armored core down the line i also checked out um armored course uh, 4 on an emulator just to get like a fix in yeah uh, so so sekiro helped uh kind of bridge that gap a little bit and that's always yeah, an it, awesome it, experience uh, games right like a few years after and everything's been ironed out you're playing it on the best yeah. tech like, they're always at their best then it's like the i mean i'm sure one day we'll talk about cyberpunk but we, we just we can't fit it in with our news but yeah that just uh jogged my memory of apparently that's you know well that's a different case Sekiro was great on launch and you're just playing it in a much yeah. better way that's a different case actually cyberpunk was broken and now is apparently yeah. fixed ish um but that that's yeah i'm yeah. excited for yeah. phantom liberty but uh, that, that's you... awesome dude that's awesome i'm glad you enjoyed yeah. some Sekiro. it was your mafia yeah. this weekend exactly <laughs> just a random Completely so random, random thing that I've so put good, way too much dude. time into. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Um, talking about very good things, how about the news, John? Do we have some very good things there waiting for us? Uh, no. Well, 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 well. At least, at least not in one department. We got some very disappointing news uh, just yesterday as of recording. So Monday, seventh uh, of August. So. We heard earlier in the summer, I think you heard us talk about it on the podcast, if you're a regular listener, that Rockstar were remastering Red Dead Redemption. It's going to be awesome. It's the original Red Dead. This was an absolute, uh, one of the best RPGs of the 360 PS3 era. And it was finally going to be coming back. And we thought, remaster, fantastic, 4K, 60 if not 120 <laughs> FPS. And I thought, you know, I, I never fooled myself into thinking remake. They All resources are on GTA 6 right now. I never thought we were going to get extra content or gameplay improvements. But I did think higher frame rate, good graphics to enjoy Undead Nightmares again and justify, you know, the probably, uh, 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 how should I say, humbly priced $30, $40 price mark we were expecting. But no, what we're getting instead, what Rockstar announced on Monday, 7th of August, was that they are going to be giving a port they're doing a port, sorry, of Red Dead Redemption. So there's going to be no upgrades at all. It's just the current version is just going to be made playable on Switch and PS4, not even native PS5. And it's going to be $50, a whole $50 for a game that is currently back compatible on Xbox, which you can just buy the 360 version for $30, although I'm sure it's probably regularly on sale for far less. If it, and you can play if it you and check- get the same experience. If you check on Amazon, like used copies, yeah, they're like yeah. three bucks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. Uh, because it's a 13-year-old game. And like, it, the thing is, okay, I, I didn't have like huge expectations. I thought it would be like, like you said, like a like a basic remaster. Kind of touch it up, make sure it runs perfectly well on the newest consoles and PC. It's still not coming to PC. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, another they, thing that just feels lazy. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. Um, and instead, yeah, we're just getting a port, which is cool. Like, I think having this game on Switch is cool. Like, just on paper, that's awesome. And like you said, you have the Xbox backwards compatibility, so you can already play it on Xbox One and Series. And now you will be able to play it on PS4 and PS5. That is fine, in theory. Um, charging 50 bucks for it is a disaster, my dude. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't understand 
how they can get away with that. It, like, it's one of the most audaciously priced uh, games I can ever that's remember. An, that's such a classic Nintendo thing where, like, they just re-release games on Switch, barely touched up. Like, and not just, like, they will also re-release... Like, they re-released Mario 64, which is literally as old as me. It's a yeah. 25-year-old game. Uh, and barely did anything to it. <laughs> and and put it in a package with some other games that charge, like, $70 for it. And the same with, like, the Wii U ports from uh, from Wii U to Switch. That's, like, a very Nintendo type of thing to do. And Rockstar is, uh, has apparently, uh, you know, copied the homework and are basically doing the same thing. Which I think is just so, so annoying because like, if it was like twenty bucks, I yeah. definitely would have gotten the Switch version just to check it out and just to be like, wow, I can play Retro Redemption on my Switch. That is fucking cool. I I'm I, I really like that, but yeah, like that, no way. It's uh, like Nintendo, not, but... not for and there's no improvements. Like yeah, you can um, uh, there was like some tech, uh, stuff uh floating around that like. Even if you play it on PlayStation 4, it's like capped to 4K 30. And I think like 1080 60 or something like that. Um, wait, is si- like... wait, 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 are you sure it's 60? I thought it wasn't even going to be 60. I thought it was 30. Uh, I'll, I'll need to check that again. I thought I saw somewhere that it's going to be 60 on PS5, but I, I'm, I, not sh- I'm not I sure. I don't even know if it's going to be 60, dude. I think this is literally just make the old... Uh... This it, old is, it is 60 program. on PS5. Oh, it is 60 on PS5. No, okay. wait. No, no, sorry. I read the wrong thing. I'm not sure, but it's 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 technically... Because I haven't done much to it, so it's not like an impressive upgrade. It's literally just a basic port. Yeah, and um, it's, fi- it's $50. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing. Of, I think yeah. it's just uh, much like Nintendo um, or... <laughs> or like a uh, sort of bacteria that's become immune to normal <laughs> antibiotics... They're kind of they're so powerful now. There's kind of yeah. there's nothing they can't get away with because they've got like sort of they've got um, their audience just around the neck. They really do just through nostalgia, through love of their games, because there is a hallmark of quality, right? You know, Nintendo have done have made lots of people's favorite games and have done for decades, and now I mean Rockstar have been there for a while, but there's you know Rockstar have just got their audience where they know there's enough people that will buy this for fifty dollars they will still think i love red dead redemption that much i'll go for it um but i well maybe Probably, not actually. yeah maybe, maybe we'll maybe there'll be disappointing sales but wasn't the gta trilogy remaster like did great sales last november i th- i think so yeah that's what makes me think yeah it'll just sell yeah. fantastic again because it's rockstar they've reached that nintendo level now of yeah excellence I suppose, yeah most, so you can mo- get away with shit yeah probably uh, i i think this will be worth it for them like the effort of uh financing this port uh which was outsourced yeah. by the way um, oh yeah it'll be and... worth it of course it'll be worth yeah. it it's just a port right it can't be too expensive but sorry carry on yeah yeah yeah, yeah ex- exactly that's the point like it, they will make enough money for that to for this to be worth the move but it's fucking annoying. It's 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 a disappointment, and yeah, it's 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 so far below my expectations. In a way, it's like it's like I had uh, what's that meme? Like our expectations were low, but wow, do you still like <laughs> still still manage to surprise us? Yeah, um, yeah. I thought, as you said at the beginning, I thought we would at least get a 
We'd at least get something, you know, at least a little touch-up. But that's disappointing, Rockstar News. I think at the moment they shouldn't have even... It just gets bad will with their community. You've got GTA 6 coming. It's now within three years of release. GTA Online has to be making enough money to keep the lights on for you guys. Like, th- this game is still one of the yeah. most played things in the world. Why, uh, as I say, just sacrifice your goodwill th- with the community before... G- I mean, it doesn't matter, though, does it? As Even as I was saying that, I thought it doesn't matter. There's no amount of bad will they could do where GTA 6 isn't the best-selling game of the 2020s. Yeah, no, definitely not. It will make, it will make ridiculous numbers. Before I let you go and play Mobile The Skate, I want to remind people uh, to please rate and review the show, give us five stars, and share this episode. It helps us grow. It's much appreciated. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been fun. And yeah, see you next week. Bye.